Welcome to this week's episode of Sports and Comedy with Connor. There's a lot to talk about this week, so let's get right into it. everybody. My name is Connor Crawford, and welcome to the first episode of Sports and Comedy with Connor. It is Saturday, February 6th at 12.45 p.m. Tomorrow is the big game. I can't even say the word SB for some stupid reason. I guess the NFL doesn't make enough money, but, you know, whatever. I'll follow the rules as best I can. And this game is exciting. If you aren't excited, then you don't like football, you know? I mean, the goat versus the baby goat. Who wouldn't be excited, right? I mean, the whole baby goat thing is a little bit weird, right? Like, calling someone that young in the game the goat already is a little scary. It puts a lot of pressure on him, I would think, right? But so far, he's lived up to the hype, you know? I mean, let's just see how that goes. Game should be tough, though. You know, the Mahomes, Mahomes and the Chiefs really light up the scoreboard. Brady doesn't really always play great, but he somehow gets the job done, most of the time at least. He's 6-3 and three in the Super Bowl, you know. I'm excited. I'm super, super excited. I can't wait. Let's talk about some stats on the teams, huh? Well, this regular season, Tampa Bay had 4,626 passing yards to Kansas City's 4,858. Past touchdowns was 42 for Tampa Bay, 40 with Tom, and 40 for Kansas City, and 38 with Pat. Pretty comparable. I mean, I I expect a shootout personally, but we'll see. Uh, Their rush yards, Tampa Bay had 1,519 and 16 touchdowns, where Kansas City had 1,799 and 13 touchdowns. Again, Comparable. I think this is going to be a really evenly matched game. The defensive ranks, Tampa Bay was 8. Kansas City was 10. Um, I mean, Tampa Bay's defense, especially lately, has been just off the charts. You know, I mean, the way they played against Green Bay was insane. I mean, I personally picked Green Bay in that game. I picked my my Super Bowl, my Super Bowl picks were Green Bay and, and Kansas City. I didn't think Tampa Bay would get this far. But, I mean, they got Tom Brady, so you never know. They could always get there. You know, every single year, they could probably get there. But, I don't know, man. I'm pulling for Kansas City. My wife's a Kansas City Chiefs fan, obviously. But, other than that, I just, I like the young teams. You know, I like the young, exciting teams. And Tampa Bay is exciting sometimes, too, but for the different reasons. You know, they're exciting because... Tom Brady made it to his 10th Super Bowl. That's crazy. Who? No one's ever done that. And he's 6-3. and three. He's most likely going to win if you look at the stats. You know, I mean, he always finds out a way. If he gets that ball, if he has the ball last, he will win. But Kansas City, if they did what they did against Buffalo, who I personally thought was going to be a better game than that. But Buffalo just was outmatched, I think. I mean, I love Josh Allen. Makes you so mad that the Broncos didn't draft that dude. We drafted uh, Bradley Chubb instead, which at the time made no sense to me. At the time, we had Vaughn Miller, who was Vaughn Miller, and we had Shaq Barrett, who was really coming into his own. And then, you know, we let him go for nothing. Tampa Bay picks him up. He leaves the league in sacks. 
That's stupid. But let's talk about some key players on some of these teams, you know. Like I said, for the defense of Tampa Bay, Shaq Barrett is one of the main guys. Uh, eight sacks on the year. Devin White, nine sacks and 97 tackles. What a machine. JPP, Mr. What, eight or nine fingers left? I forget how many fingers he has. Nine and a half sacks. Man, they got a three-headed monster rushing the passer. And that's not even including Nadamikin Sue. Nadamikin Sue is just a... He's not what he was, let's be honest. But he's still got enough left in the tank to where he can eat a couple double teams and make it easier on these guys on the edge. On defense on the Kansas City side, they got Tyron Matthew, who has six interceptions this year and was first team All-Pro. That guy just rover, is just a rover. He just goes around the field, follows it, and does what he does. And he makes plays. They also got Daniel Sorensen with 68 tackles. Chris Jones with seven and a half sacks. Frank Clark with six sacks. And Grandview's own number 64, Mike Pinnell. Dude, I remember playing against that guy when I against him. But, you know, he played. I was uh, on scout team. And... I took the hardest hit I've ever taken in my entire life from that dude. I remember we were on scout team and the play was like a, it was either a jet screen. No, it was the jet screen. It was a jet screen. I was the outside receiver. I, you know, I come inside to get the cat pass. And as soon as I catch the ball, he plays D tackle, mind you. And I'm coming from all the way out to all the way in. I catch the ball in the moment I catch the ball. He hits me so fucking hard that, the rubber paint on my face mask was gone. I mean, I'll st- I never forgot that. A little bit, a little bit dented too. I mean, that dude is a fucking freak, in the best way. Obviously, I'm so excited about this game. I cannot explain it to you. But let's, let's go. Let's go to the offense now, okay? On offense, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They have three running backs. They got Ron Jones, the third. Fournette, and Shady McCoy. Honestly, they really don't use Shady at all. He only has 31 yards in the year, whereas Ron Jones had 978, Fournette has 367, and they both have seven and six touchdowns, respectively. So it's it, I, it, you could call it a three-headed monster if you wanted to, but I wouldn't. I would really just say it's the Ron, Ronald Jones show with the Fournette. A little Fournette sprinkled in here and there. But obviously, as we all know, the Buccaneers picked up Antonio Brown this year, and in only eight games, he has 483 yards and four touchdowns, which doesn't seem like a lot. But considering that the guy was out of football for, what, a year or two? I think a year. And he's been struggling with a knee injury on top of that, especially lately. I mean, he's really, really came into his own as a, you know, compared to where he was. I mean, I didn't think personally that that dude would be back in the league at all. I thought he was done done, you know? I mean, obviously, they also got Mike Evans, who's <clears throat> got, I think, a little over 1,000 yards receiving this year. He was struggling with a little bit of an injury earlier in the year, but it didn't really seem like nothing. They got Gotwin. They got Scotty Miller, my boy. You know, you got to love a wide receiver every now and then. And Gronk. Dude's a beast, but he's not what he was. He can still play, and with Tom Brady throwing on the ball, he should still be pretty good. But I don't expect him to do as much as, say, Travis Kelsey. I mean, Travis Kelsey is probably the best tight end in the league, hands down. I would give Kittle number two, but, and honestly, this, call me a call me a fair wear of their fan or, you know, biased or whatever, but Noah Fant 
if given the right circumstances and the right quarterback, the right system, he's got all the skills. He's big, he's fast, he's a pretty good blocker, he's mean. I love that dude. On the offensive side of uh, Kansas City, we got Clyde Edwards-Hilaire and Le'Veon Bell, the two main running backs that they use. Hilaire, the rookie, has 803 yards and four touchdowns this year. Pretty low on the touchdowns, but doing all right rushing yards-wise. Le'Veon Bell has 254 yards and two touchdowns. I forget exactly how many games he has been there, but it's enough to make a pretty good impact, you know? Let's get to my favorite part, the receivers. Tyreek Hill has 87 receiving receptions and 1,276 yards and 15 touchdowns on the year. Just a beast. On the other hand, we got Travis Kelsey with 105 receptions, 1,416 yards, and 11 touchdowns. I mean, and McCall Hardman, 41 receptions, 560 yards, and four touchdowns. I mean, they just have targets. Nonstop. I mean, even people that I'm not mentioning here, Pat Mahomes likes to just share the ball nonstop. He's, he, he, he might be the best, other than maybe, maybe Brady, at that, for sure. Special teams, though, on the other hand, is pretty, you know, pretty much the same. Butcher for Casey is hit, hit 92.6% of his kicks, and Suckup's hit 90.3. Can't really, you know, change those two that much. Let's get to the important shit. Brady and Mahomes. Their playoff passing stats are relatively similar. Brady is averaging 278.4 yards per game in the playoffs over his entire career. He averages 1.82 yards, 1.82 touchdowns per game and 0.86 interceptions per game. Whereas Mahomes averages 293.4 yards per game and 2.43 touchdowns as well as one as 0.29 interceptions. You know, Brady obviously has a larger sample size. You know, for obvious reasons, he's been playing for, you know, 45 years or whatever it is. But, man, Mahomes. Brady never had the numbers that Mahomes had until he had people like pff, Gronk and Aaron Hernandez or Wes Welker and Randy Moss or, I mean, he, he was always a great quarterback, don't get me wrong. But he wasn't breaking records like he like he did the year with Randy Moss. Only with that year with Randy Moss. Their records aren't really that comparable. I mean, 1-0 and versus 6-3. and But my money's still on Pat Mahomes, for sure. This game is tough to pick, man. Both teams are pretty evenly matched. KC is young, but Tampa Bay has more experience by far. Not in the playoff necessarily, because Tampa Bay hasn't really been that great of a team. But in general, they have a lot of older players that have been around the league, probably seen a lot of situations that some of these guys haven't. Um, you know, Tampa Bay is home, but is it really a home game? I'm not quite sure. I mean, what is there, only like 14,000 fans or so? Maybe more, maybe it's like 20,000 or something, but it's not what it usually is. Usually the, usually the Super Bowl, I mean, it isn't. In Florida, so it might still be pretty open, but usually the Super Bowl is a giant event. You know, people come in from all over the world, stay at all, stay at the hotels, eat at all the restaurants. I mean, I can't imagine how much revenue people are leave, losing just from that, just from not having people at restaurants or in the hotels or at the mall. You know, doing all these things that people always do during this time of year. It's just not happening this year due to COVID, obviously, but. 
but it should still be a great game. Dude, Tampa's defense has been lights out lately, right? And Kansas City's, Kansas City's offense makes it look easy. So, to me, that's the matchup. It's not Brady versus Mahomes, even though that's what everyone's talking about. That's even what I'm talking about mostly. But the matchup here is Tampa's defense versus, I mean, I want to say Kansas City's offense, but really versus Patrick Mahomes. Because, you know, Edward Tolaire and Le'Veon Bell are good players. But if they slow down Pat Mahomes and he doesn't throw for, let me guess, 250 yards and three touchdowns, they're going to lose. They got to put points on the board every single time they go out there. Both teams. This is going to be a shootout. I guarantee it. You know, I mean, it seems like every time Tampa Bay needs a score, they find a way to get it done. I mean, they make it look easy, honestly. But the same thing could be said about Brady. Not really making it look easy part, but... He always, if something needs to get done, he'll get done. For example, the Scotty Miller touchdown before the half against Green Bay. That totally, I mean, it was first end of the first half, but to me it almost looked like it sealed the game because Green Bay, I mean, they came back eventually, but all the wind was just out of their sails as soon as that touchdown was caught. It, it did not look good. Like I said, though, I think this game's going to be a shootout for sure. I think it'll come down to whoever has the ball last. Or Kansas City will run away with it. I kind of don't lean that way personally. My wife thinks they're going to win by 14. <laughs> but uh, like I said, she's a Kansas City, Kansas farmer girl. So I get it. And it's possible, you know. They're able to score at will most games, and most teams can't keep up. But if Tampa D plays like they did against Green Bay, like I said earlier, the Chiefs could be in trouble for sure. My personal opinion is that Andy Reid, even though he's going through some pretty crazy shit right now, will have some tricks up his sleeve. Be on the lookout for a trick play, no doubt. Ooh, now for the fun part. The Vegas odds and my bets. So Vegas has this as Kansas City, minus three, three-point favorite, obviously. The over-under is 56.5. Money line has Kansas City at 165, plus 140. Um... All that is pretty standard. I mean, three is about three or four is about the most a points a uh, person is favored. In the fifty-six and a half over under, I'm taking the under every time because Kansas City has a hard time covering. I don't know what the deal is. All year it's been that way, and it's getting annoying. Personally, if I was making bets on this, I would take the under. I would give uh, Kansas City the money line. But those aren't not really make much money off that one. But my my favorite bets actually are these prop bets, and they're all for for Tampa Bay. There isn't really much money to be made on Kansas City that I can find. The best bet I have is a uh, Ronald Jones two plus receptions plus four eighty. I mean that seems like a lock to me. I mean drop some money, win some money there. Mike Evans seven plus receptions plus six eighty. I love that. That's why I don't love quite as much. Tom Brady, 350 yards receive, 300 yards passing, not receiving. That'd be insane. I don't really love that that much because I, he just hasn't been, you know, Tom Brady of the past recently. So I just, I'd be surprised if he could hit 350 yards passing. But my wife and I did this uh, CBS sports bets thing for a million dollar cash prize, and there was a bunch of funny things in there I've never bet on, like 
Number one was the national anthem over under at 158. I took the over. Coin toss, I took heads. First touchdown, I, I chose Clyde Edwards Hilaire, and I'm regretting not picking Kelsey, no doubt. The highest scoring quarter, I picked the third. I think my wife picked the uh, second or fourth. I forget which one it was. Um, I think the uh, if I have to pick, Kansas City will cover because I think they're going to win, but I really don't think they're going to cover, honestly. Um, the first score, would it be over or under 5 minutes and 31 seconds? I think it's going to be a, a high-scoring game, man. Even though, they're not gonna, I don't, even though I don't think they're going to cover, I think it'll start off pretty quick. I think someone's going to score right off the gate, and then the other one's going to score right away, too. For the longest touchdown, I chose 46 to 55 yards. I would be so pissed if there's an 80-yard touchdown, man. I also chose, uh, for the more passing yards, I chose Pat Mahomes over Tom Brady. I think that's pretty fair to do. Um, I got the longest field goal at 41 and forty-one to 45 yards. I got two turnovers for the whole game. Um, I chose the under. I got the score, Kansas City 31, Tampa Bay 27. That's, you know, I got to choose someone to cover. Um... I think the total yards is going to be 600, 600 yards. It's going to be a great game, though, man. I mean, it, and it gives me a reason to try to do a podcast. You know, I want to get my first podcast out by the end of the, by the beginning of the Super Bowl. So let's hope it gets out by then. And if not, you know, it was a good practice run. You know, and I'm sure the people listening to this right now, I'm sure the uh, first episode was pretty shitty. It feels pretty shitty to me. But even Rogan was shitty at first, you know. You know, you got to start somewhere. So if you if you were listening to this, I really appreciate it. And if you're a friend or if you just liked it, you know, please subscribe, please rate. If you didn't like it, then act like it never happened. Thank you so much. My name is Connor Crawford, and I'll talk to you next time.